Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I want a two, a skiddly diddly do. What's going on, beautiful people? It's a great day for another episode of Believe in Rutgers. Alex Schoen, Ryan Cunningham, bringing you the latest news from around Rutgers University and the Big Ten Conference. Ryan, how we doing, man? A lot to talk about. It was a long, painful stretch of losing and adversity, but this RU Hoops team finally got on the right side of the scoreboard this past weekend against Indiana. Like Rutgers basketball wins are back, so is our friends from Bet Online. Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, Bet Online is the best and only place to lock it in. This past weekend, you know, I put some money on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, put some money on the Chiefs, made me look pretty smart. I want some money and use Bet Online to do so. For game spreads and totals, the team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. But Alex, like you said, Rutgers basketball off the schneid, snapping a five-game losing streak and coming back to win a huge, crucial Big Ten team against a talented Indiana team. Um, There was one play in particular uh, near the end of the first half where uh, Jacob Young dove for a loose ball and, you know, threw a great assist to um, to Geo Baker, who finished on a layup. That really emphasized how this team's tone has changed over the last couple days after a disappointing loss to Penn State, and looks like they rebounded fully. I know there's a lot of games left, but there's a lot of thing good things to take away from this game and, you know, momentum that can uh, impact us and lead us to more wins towards the end of the season. And we challenged this Rutgers basketball team last time we spoke. We were very critical of them. Were we going to be pretenders or contenders? And although this is a great performance against a very good underrated Indiana team, I think the jury is still out. However, it was awesome to see us get 12 out of 17 when it comes to free throw shooting back in the 70% range and then 36% from three point range, which is basically around our season average. So um, it was good to see Coach Peichel is an amazing coach, and you really see his awesome coaching in times of adversity uh, this past game against IU. Obviously, you know, we're never going to be perfect from the free throw line. Rutgers is 339th in the country right now. There's about 360 NCAA Division I basketball teams. So to shoot 70% in a game going 12-17 really shows improvement in that area, and that's how you win tough Big Ten basketball games. Um, Geo Baker had his best game of the season. He had 19 points. Ron Harper had 18 points. So when he ha- And also Cliff Amore had his best game of the season. So when you have contributions between those guys, you're probably going to win games as a Rutgers basketball team. Um, I think going back to Coach Peichel being a great coach when times of adversity, there was a ton of adversity this season. You know, f- Losing five games in a row, Rutgers hasn't necessarily done that in the last couple of years in the Steve Peichel regime. But you know, at some point, you just got to get a win. And even though that Indiana is nine and nine and seven now, they're one of the better teams in the Big Ten. They're a blue blood program. Um, we almost gave the game at the end there, uh, Alex. You know, there's a couple, you know, bad bad missed free throws. You know, we played good defense, but sometimes you just got to get a win, no matter how pretty, no matter how ugly. A win is a win is a win, 
And I think that we can carry this momentum to the last 10 games of the Big Ten regular season, hopefully into the NCAA tournament. We need to get off the schneid somehow, and we finally did it. Like I said before, I think we can really feel good about this. Indiana is one of those legacy teams that we talk about that Rutgers seems to struggle against when it comes to those legacy teams. Not Indiana in particular. Rutgers has actually had a lot of success against Indiana in the past, and especially in the Steve Peichel era. But we got another one coming this week against Michigan State, a team that really blew the doors off of us last time and kind of really humbled this team and kind of um, rubbed our nose in, into this losing streak that we were on. Ryan, what does Rutgers need to do to say, not today, Izzo and Co., because this is not the same Rutgers team you saw a couple weeks ago? What a great pun right there. But um, going back to that Michigan State game, which we talked about a little bit, uh, Rutgers scored 40 points in that game. When you're in the Big Ten, I know that's you know a little bit tougher basketball. Sometimes it's grittier. It's not necessarily prettiest. But if you score bait at 40 points in a Division One basketball game, especially in the Big Ten, you're going to lose somehow. So Michigan State did play great defense. Uh, Joshua Langford played really, really well. Um, it's one of those teams that you know we haven't beaten. Uh, going back to our days playing Rutgers lacrosse, uh, we never ended up being Maryland. It was almost like this huge monkey on our back because we beat every other Big Ten team uh, for lacrosse, but we never ended up beating Maryland. You had to go there. You had to go there. You had to mention that. I know. It really pains me to say it, but I think there's just similarities when talking about our experiences and the Rutgers basketball team. So I think that we're just as talented as Michigan State. We played just as good defense. I think we hit three-pointers at the same rate, but that one game was just this was just this whole you know perfect storm of bad for Rutgers basketball, and it took us a couple games to get out of that to get back to our winning ways. So... We're going to need huge contributions. So Caleb McConnell has played really, really well when he, since he's been back. Uh, Cliff Amore needs to continue to improve, continue to get healthy from his knee injury that kept him out for uh, five games this year. Geo Baker finally looks healthier again, you know, hitting a couple threes against Indiana. Ron Harper Jr. looks like his stroke is back a little bit, not as hot as he was to start the season, but he looks like he's back a little bit. So... Rutgers has to play Rutgers basketball. There was finally some intensity again against Indiana. I think the second half into Penn State led to a good full game, except for the last two minutes against Indiana. So we need to carry that momentum against Michigan State because I know you know how big of a game this is for to you know determine the last nine games in the Big Ten. That can really determine if we're going to be contenders or pretenders. Now, Ryan, guess what came in the mail? On Friday, two-day shipping, a day earlier than I thought um, it was going to come. Would it be your Kansas City Steaks? Yes, sir. Kansas City Steaks. With a new year comes tons of new big games in sports. With big games, you need big steaks. Kansas City Steaks has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. So I ordered my Kansas City Steaks on Tuesday night. It came on Friday, a day before I thought it was going to come. I got 16 two-ounce Filet mignon medallions came with this awesome seasoning. The packaging was awesome. Nothing was leaking or damaged, and it just it tasted so freaking awesome. And it was free shipping thanks to Kansas City Steaks. So visit KansasCitySteaks.com/gameday and save up to twenty five dollars on combos perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with code Believe B L E A V at checkout. Try out the snack pack combo featuring small plates with big flavor. Mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrap bacon, 
Every order is flash frozen, delivered directly to your home, satisfaction guaranteed, or your money back. Basically, every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use code believe B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. After Cliff Amore's first game last week, uh, Coach Peichel did say, that he wants to implement more sets with him and Miles Johnson to kind of be able to get back to playing Rutgers basketball and dominating the boards even more than they did against Indiana. They were plus three. Uh, we're actually plus 10 in the loss to Wisconsin, right? Uh, Yeah, about that. We were plus 10, but yeah. we ended up losing. We, yeah, we were double digits. So do you think that going forward, Cliff only had 12 minutes last game. Do you think that for Rutgers to make a big run in the Big Ten – that Cliff has to play more with Miles. Um, I don't necessarily know if that's true. I think that Miles Johnson has been such a really, really big force for us inside. I think he's been an all Big Ten player this year. I think he's probably, if you just look over the course of our season, been our second best player uh, compared to Ron Harper Jr. Um, I know that you know people were thinking maybe Miles Johnson and Cliff Amore, you know, going into the season would be almost like a twin towers, like a I, a, you know, like a Ralph Sampson, Hakeem Olajuwon, or a Tim Duncan, uh, David Robinson type thing where they would cause a bunch of problems for everybody. But I don't necessarily know if their minutes need to be together because Rutgers this year has been really, really good when they've had three point shooting with the one guy inside. So you can't really put both of them inside at the same time. They're both not great outside shooters and that kind of limits us, you know, offensively with sets. So I think what it needs to be more of is that if Miles Johnson gets into foul trouble because he's prone to fouls, I think there's been some bad foul calls against him this year, and there's he's always had bad foul, foul calls against him, that Cliff Amore can step in and basically be 95% of what Miles Johnson does because the, he brings something different. Like he's so athletic, he can you know dunk the ball over anybody. He can finish around the rim really, really good defensively. So if they can like split minutes and they can be basically equally uh, effective on both ends of the fr- floor in their roles, I think that would be the best opportunity for them to have success in the future. Hey guys, it's a new year, and every day is a fresh start for you to just live. Travis Pastrana here to tell you exactly why I teamed up with Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, and Paul Rodriguez to launch our new wellness brand, Just Live. As professional athletes, we put ourselves through a lot, physically and mentally. So we found a Just Live around all-natural, THC-free CBD products. Being from the East Coast, I was pretty skeptical about CBD products, but as an athlete, it's easy to see when something works. And when my dad was at wit's end, living in a fog of painkillers, severe lack of sleep, numerous surgeries later, I recommended he try CBD. It allowed him to get an extra couple hours of sleep, and it made all the difference to get my dad back on his feet. So don't go another day with pain, inflammation, or lack of sleep. I recommend trying Just Live today. These are products we fully trust and stand behind because we want you to be able to go out and just live. So get 20% off your order with code armchair at justlive.com. That's 20% off at justlive.com with the code armchair. What do you live for? Now, I'm not saying that he needs to play 25, 30 minutes or even close to what Miles Johnson is. Miles Johnson probably averaged 25 to 30 minutes a game, whatever it is. But what I'm saying is you you and I both know this team is not a consistent three-point shooting team. I know that the numbers are the numbers say we are, but think about how hot we were to start the season. 
Don't you think that if Cliff Amore plays a little bit more, I'm not saying he needs to play 20 to 25 minutes, but in the high teens to maybe 20 minutes max, that we can get back to playing Rutgers basketball more consistently? I do think that's a great point. I think that one of the things that, you know, bringing up playing them more, you know, together would be almost like a, um, would be it would be good to like experiment with that earlier in the season, you know, with more out of conference games. But since that we're in the back half of the Big Ten schedule, I don't necessarily think that will happen. But in order to play more Rutgers basketball, it's all about that rebounding attitude. You know, Miles Johnson or Cliff Amore, if they're if either of them are in there, they gotta make sure they grab every single rebound defensively, get more opportunities offensively. And just bring a different level of toughness, you know. I think that one of the things that is lacking over these last couple games is toughness. You know, the last couple years, even though Rutgers wasn't necessarily the most talented, we were tough underneath the boards. We were tough getting steals. We were tough getting those loose balls on the floor. So if we can play both of them and they're both really, really tough inside, it just brings an extra dimension to this um this whole Rutgers team and that can you know lead to more energy and uh more opportunities for this team to be better and win bigger games down the stretch I agree with you but I am a little concerned with our consistency and I just think that we can't rely on Ron Harper Jr. to get 12 rebounds a game he's averaging about six and a half he led our team in rebounds last game with 12 I do you think Ron's gonna have double digit rebounds going forward I don't think so so I just think we need to take some pressure off of him. You know what I you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I I completely agree. Ron Harper is a big guy, so but like he's a big three-point shooter, you know, he handles the ball a lot, so he can't do everything. This team is best when it's a team. So everybody's doing their own part. Everybody has their little niche, their role. So Cliff Amore and Miles Johnson, they got to be the leading rebounders on the team. Ron Harper Jr., Jr. Baker, they have to be the top three-point shooters. Jacob Young has to penetrate and be the top assist guy, and he, he's leading the Big Ten in steals. He has to, you know, be a re- uh, he has to be wreak havoc on the perimeter for the other for the, when the other teams on offense. So I do completely agree with you. We can't really rely on our three-point shot, which we did in the first half of the season, because when that goes away and we're not hitting free throws, that's when we can get we can get in trouble and lose a couple games in a row. So. We everybody has to find their role again. You know, not one guy is so important to this team. Everybody has their role, and everybody needs to do their job in order for us to be the most successful. Because when Rutgers is a team, that's a team that's tough. That's tough to beat. When we're individuals, that's when other teams can get on us. Now moving on to Michigan State, this is a team that absolutely blew the doors off of us the first time. What is different about this Rutgers team? And what is the same from the first time they played the Spartans? I mean, I think that this, I think what's different is that Rutgers is much more desperate now with losing that many games in between their last Michigan State game is that when they went to that Michigan State game, they were ranked 15th and they were almost like riding high that they were going to be, uh, you know, forcing the Big Ten. They were easily going to get against the NCAA tournament with a high seed. Now it's gut check time. Now they need to bring more intensity because they're almost desperate for a win. With losing to Penn State, they can't. They don't really have that much more room for error at this point. So Rutgers is going to be more desperate, and I think that we're going to be able. We're going to see this team turn up the tent intensity defensively, and you know, hopefully get more transition buckets. Because if we can play really, really good defense and get out in transition, which we didn't do that first team that first game against Michigan State, I think that we're going to potentially win this game. But if it becomes more of the same, I think that we're going to be in a lot of trouble. But I think that we're just desperate, and that desperate factor is really, really big when it comes down to Big Ten basketball games down the stretch. 
Right, and you look at the free throws and the three-point shooting in that first game. Rutgers was 6-17, 35% from the line, and 3-12 from three-point land. That's not going to get it done, but is it going to be much better this game? I mean, the 70-ish range in free throws this past game, and we were in the 35-36% three-point range. We lost by 23 points. Is it? Can, how much more ground can we make up to compete with this Michigan State team? And that's a, that's a really really good question. I don't necessarily know if we can make it make any more ground up. That's why our defense has to be so important. That's why limiting second half opportunities for Michigan State offensively is so important. Because if Rutgers can play that way, this way Steve Peichel has shown us that he wanted to play. You know, tough defense. You know, limiting opportunities of other teams playing an up tempo game that's kind of like messy. Instead of Michigan State, who wants to play more of like a relaxed game. You know, have good offensive sets. You know, get the ball inside. I think that's where how we're going to win this game. We can't clearly rely on our free throw shooting, and our three-point numbers are clearly streaky. So it's all about gritting it up, man. It's all about you know getting in the rack, getting dirty with the other team, and hopefully this is hopefully being a dogfight because I think we can win if we're, this is a dogfight. Here's where I think Rutgers will make make up the difference in this game if we have a chance to win. It's on the boards, our bread and butter. Cliff Amore did not play in that first game. So we got out-rebounded by 20, 45 to 25. This is where I'm going to go back to. I think he needs to play more with Miles Johnson. Is he ready for that? I don't know. But I think Coach Peichel is uh, smart enough to, if that's what he decides to do, he'll massage him in maybe a couple more minutes here and there to a point where he's playing a lot more and we're a force by the time it's Big Ten tournament time. I think that one of the greatest aspects of a coach is just adjustments, you know, in-game adjustments. I think that Coach Peichel is that good of a coach, and if he sees that we potentially could be getting killed on the rebounds again, they might throw out our lineup with Amori and Johnson out there. So anything is possible, but if we can make, if Peichel was going to make adjustments and then we're going to be successful against Michigan State, that might have to work out. That's a really, really good point. I never even thought about that, but it all comes down to the flow of the game and if Miles Johnson is able to stay out of foul trouble. Now, listen, a big reason why he's probably not playing is because guys like Mathis and Young are playing so well or had been playing so well to start this season, right? You got to ride with your guys. You got to go with the dudes who have brought you to, at the beginning of the season, a very good start. Um, Yeah, I mean, you have to. But, you know, sometimes, you know, if the, you know, if if the, if, um, if it ain't broke, you don't fix it, right? But Rutgers basketball is a little broke right now, so maybe they th- he throws in a different lineup or something. I completely agree with. It. I think it's a great it's a great call. I think that Cliff Mori is probably a little bit healthier now. I think he's got his sea legs under him a little bit because Indiana he played a lot better. He looked more comfortable out there. So if he can get out there and give us quality minutes and just spell Miles Johnson or both of them out on the floor and just wreak havoc defensively, I think it could be awesome for us. But Anything is possible, and we're gonna, it's going to be a dogfight on Thursday night. Hey, guys, we really appreciate you listening to the Believe in Rutgers podcast. To be notified of all the latest news on Rutgers University and the Big Ten Conference, subscribe to the show and check us out on social media at Believe in RU. Hey, you made it to the end, or I'm just talking to myself and Ryan. You stay classy, Piscataway.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.